boy wonder? I'm all man, lady. Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside, where we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mitch's got the grooviest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel Mama's power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back. Let's start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P Features. Hello, internets. And then there's Mauer. Beep you! Man, it's amazing how short they've become. It's like ever since quarantine started. Your BPUs don't have that the length that they once did. I don't know <laughs> if you remember how much they were screwing up my voice, though. Yeah, but, you know, you, the show must go on, man. The you, show must you, go on? You work through the pain. I need to get some vocal lessons to learn how to not thrash my, uh, my vocal cords, it seems. Yeah, but see, that's metal. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys know how to sing. They all take singing lessons. And we also have Baby Huey. Hey, Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I said, yeah. what's going on? I'm still working. That's, that's cool. Keep <laughs> For the working. weekend. We're just gonna, we'll be singing over here. <laughs> Baby Huey's working for the weekend. Yes, I am. Well, not really. It's Tuesday. <laughs> it's, but but it's, it's Wednesday, work. and what does that mean? Well, it's Wednesday for you, and that means it's the... I'm waiting for somebody. Features. <laughs> the new show? Come on. We're the talking new news features. Say the new news show, like add show to that. The new news show. No, nah, we it doesn't hit the same. No, it doesn't. But Maybe so you do like, say new news and we say show. All right, ready? Right. It's Wednesday, so that's time for the new news show. show. No. See, it doesn't hit the same. Yeah, no, that doesn't. No. We don't. We'll have to. We'll uh, comic related current events. Comic related current comic events. Related current events. Comic. Comic. Related. related. Current. Events. Events. We suck at this. All right, let's. <laughs> we got plenty of things to talk about. Like uh, oddly, uh, I guess it's not odd. I don't even know how to say it. Batwoman's dead. Ooh, that's, that's rough. Mm, <laughs> ouch. Uh, the Flash fires a major character. Ooh. And we got a new Joker casting. Eh. Eh. Call. Well, t- today's going to be a really <laughs> comics-heavy day, which is it's so weird to say that on a comic book podcast, but like the vast majority of stories are comic-related. There's not many news stories. Or excuse me. There are not many movie stories. It's mostly just comics and a little TV. Um, but it's also really DC-heavy. There's only a handful of Marvel things to talk about right now. So, Feech, why don't you kick us off with, like, the only Marvel story that we have? (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, and I'll probably say the only Marvel story right now is probably really good, I guess, in my opinion. But it starts off with Jonathan Hickman, who is currently doing the run on X-Men, which kind of All praise Jonathan Hickman. Yes. (sighs) You don't think he's done wonders for that, for that, that story? I think the X-Men have been, are better now than they've been in a long time. He hasn't and, approached Claremont level yet, though. 
Well, no. You don't say all praise until they get to the Claremont level. No, because all pra- like Claremont's be above all praise. He's like the one above all for X Men. <laughs> yeah, Mauer, you're going too old school for us. Yeah, no, Cla- <laughs> he 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 earned his spot, man. <laughs> but anyway, Jonathan Hickman uh, recently took to Twitter in a series of tweets, uh, pledging his stance for a uh, Black Lives Matter movement, as well as stating to fans that you know. He never decided that he would be the one to like explain his writing style. Actually, he went the but opposite. He said he always, uh, he would never explain his writing, but now he is. That's a big deal for him. It's interesting because the way that he words it is um, that he, I mean, he just wanted his work to speak for itself, but how the, I mean, it's pretty much saying what the X-Men books have been saying for a very long time which is eventually there's going to be a, you know, there's going to be an uprising. And that's what we've been seeing in the books as of late. Um, and then connecting it to everything that's going on with us, the civil unrest, uh, it, it goes hand in hand. Which is why I went to Claremont, because Claremont was the first one to really make that statement with the X-Men. It's, we could still like them both, man. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. X-Men has been better than it's been in years. I'll give yes. them that. Yeah. I, th- yes. I think that's a un- unanimous agree. I, so. I mean, when was the last time you cared about some of these characters? Like, I care about Apocalypse. I've never cared about Apocalypse. Really? Uh, yes. He, he's, he's never cared about Apocalypse. That's, that's really, like, my thing. Features, why are we friends with him? <laughs> he doesn't like Sinister. He doesn't like Apocalypse. But he likes Superman. I do like Superman. That's true. All right. <laughs> I do like Superman. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, I mean, that's that. Uh, there's the amount of people pledging support right now. Jim Lee's just recently done it. I mean, mm. pretty much most of the industry at this point has. So, it, it, I mean, it makes sense for him to take to Twitter and start talking about this, especially as the person who's helming the X-Men stories. Yeah, you, <laughs> you would think. <laughs> I wonder if Marvel gave him pressure because he's never really commented before. No, he's usually a very quiet guy. And yeah. it's not like the X-Men books don't speak for themselves of what they mean. This one's when you when you hear how he words things and like when you really look at the story, I there's a difference here and you could tell like for example with Magneto saying we are your gods now. Like this is a very different version of the X-Men that we've seen. This is a more militant X-Men than we're used to. Right. Um so I mean it, it, I get it. I, I get it. it. It makes sense. Uh, all right, let's keep it going because we got a whole lot of comic book news to go into. So, what's up with Free Comic Book Day? Oh, what Free Comic Book Isn't Day? Isn't that over? Time in July, right? <laughs> for Marvel, we're going to get two different books: one X Men and one Spider Man and Venom. And everybody will be able to pick them up curbside with oh, their cool. free with their free uh, hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spider Man branded Matt- hand sanitizer. Well, Spider Man. Just- Wait, hold on. You're, are you making this up, or is there truly Spider-Man? No, I'm making this up. Because I would go. <laughs> <laughs> I would go for that. I would you go hook for it that to your wrist. I would go for the books. <laughs> you hook it to your wrist, and you just hit it, and it shoots the uh, hand sanitizer out. Could you imagine, like, hey, uh, you know, you're a little too close. <laughs> the whip. <laughs> that would be amazing. I think we need to make it now. Yo, somebody get on that. I think we need to we we can patent something along the lines of like the hand sanitizer web shooter. I think there's a that's a million dollar idea. Yeah, brought to you first on Fireside Chats. <laughs> Wait, doesn't doesn't like Mattel or Tyco or somebody own like the the Tyco. imaging of 
of the web shooters because they had. That's the, okay. We'll we'll make up something new. We'll, it's we'll not going to be a web we'll shooter. Them. It's going to be a hand sanitizer shooter. Arachnid sanitizing uh, rope type device. Thwipatizer. That's what we'll call it. The Thwipatizer 2000. The Thwipatizer 2000. That's the name of this issue. The Thwipatizer 2000. <laughs> right down here. Absolutely. Healy. The um, name of this issue. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our onslaught of DC news because there's be- so Before we much move on, I'm going to give a challenge to everybody listening. We are going to be launching a shop soon on our page. Right. If they can go back and get me the number of times we've said that's the name of the issue and not actually name the issue that, they will get a free shirt from Fireside when, the, <laughs> when it goes up. Are you going to not name the issue the Thwipatizer 2000? No, I am this time, but it's like a 30% chance that we go, we're going to name it that, and I forget, and then That's just fair. Cisco That's at something else. All right. Uh, I want to get through the Superman stories pretty quick because, I mean... What? I, I don't know. I haven't really... Huh? As much as I like Superman, no. I haven't cared about the Bendis run at all. It has not intrigued or excited and made me excited in whatsoever and we've got a little bit of superman news and a little bit of action comic news so uh this will be where we're getting to the end of brian michael bendis's runs uh for superman thank god uh so yeah i i don't i don't argue with you there i don't, I don't it used to be so good um, it was so good and then, <laughs> and then we were all so excited for bendis and then we all went what happened <laughs> and then everyone else in the world went well bendis um so <laughs> here so with action comics it's the the main idea of the story is called the house of kent um and with the house of x right now like um, come on uh but anyway it's the point is to have superman both Superboys, and uh supergirl starring in this story and it, it's going up against what is their name the invisible mafia yep there, there's not but so much of this the synopsis that's available but I just, I don't, I, I want to say I care, but like, I don't. This is not going to be like a multi-book story with the entire super family against the they Invisible Mafia. They did this mafia. already. I think they it'll be this. a cool story to see how the two Superboys deal with each other at this point. Yes, that I'm, I'm the most excited for Jonathan and Connor Kent. And Those I think the- that's what this is about. It's more about the, the family part of it than the story because you're going to get some really cool interactions because correct me if I'm wrong but isn't this supergirl still supposedly the older cousin of the superman or do they retcon and get rid of that no i think it still is so seeing that family dynamic should be fun i just want to see the two superboys together it would probably be more fun if jonathan was still young and then looked at connor like an older brother i mean there's a lot of fun to be had there but them being close to the same age like i just uh sibling rivalry is going to be hard on them now i don't i don't think connor would care I don't think you I don't? will care. And if Crypto's not there, I'm going to be furious. But to be very honest, I'm <laughs> Hold probably on. not going to pick up the book. Those listening, the anger that was just on Menti's face, if Crypto's not there, I never thought I would see Dude. anybody be that mad about Crypto. Crypto and Connor go hand in hand, man. <laughs> the best Crypto stories have Connor in them. Features, did you see this? His face went straight ugly angry. You should have seen my face when Superboy Prime kicked Crypto. <laughs> and uh and broke connor broke connor down a little bit in, in uh, infinite crisis or uh, yeah infinite crisis no no what Zero. was this what was the middle one no yeah it was infinite crisis because the last one's final crisis no i was right 
All right. The next one, I, I'm going to fly through this quick, too, because I don't care. Uh, Cinemar. We're going to talk about Cinemar. Isn't that a fun name? Everyone Cinemar. Likes Cinemar. 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 Who Are there Cinemar? Cinemar looks like if you took if you took Cosmic Ghost Rider and you merged him with like Doomsday or something. Cinemar is a new villain that's going to appear in uh, Superman twenty five. It's a it's a being that's from so far outside of our known universe and galaxy and whatnot that he's like he's ra- like he's, he's so far out that there's no real connection to Superman. But uh, slowly we'll find out there is, and it just seems like a, like a villain of the week. It seems. Like, I don't care. Unless they do something special with them, I don't care. But remember, Doomsday seemed like a villain of the week. Right, and maybe they'll do justice to that. But, I mean, really, with the, the, this being towards the end of Bendis' run, he better do something special with Cinemar. But <laughs> Cinemar. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have much faith. Do you? Not really. Well, no. I mean, Ivan Rice is coming back for the issue. Cool. He sounds like a bad spice. But if this Cinemar kind of looks like Cosmic Ghost Rider and House of Kent is very much like House of X, it's just like, Bendis, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you you doing? Well, maybe he originally came up with those ideas when he was at Marvel. Or not. (laughs) No. I will say, though, here, here, since since we're, we're doing Bendis still. Um, in the Legion of Superheroes, they did introduce, I'm always a sucker for Green Lanterns, and they introduced really? a new Green Lantern, the Gold Lantern. Um, so I'm intrigued by that. We don't know a lot about him. He kind of pops up at the end of the book. Um, but he is, not only does he have a Legionnaire ring, but he also has a Gold Lantern ring. And nobody knows much about this dude. All of a sudden, he just pops up out of nowhere and says, you know, the Gold Lantern's here to save the day, and everyone's kind of confused by this. So there's also a new version of Dr. Fate in that... Um, uh, in the Legion of Superhero book, which is kind of cool. But still, every time a new Lantern comes out, I get pretty excited. So I'm Is excited. Gold Lantern oh. from the Dark Multiverse? No. We don't, know, we don't really know much about this one because his, even his logo looks somewhat like all of the different Lantern logos kind of merged. Okay. It's, it, it, I don't, he, he seems younger, but again, it takes place in the future. So like, I, don't, I don't really, again, don't, we don't know much about him, but the fact that there's a new Lantern coming, I'm, I'm excited for it. All they so have to go. do is put a new Lantern book out like every six months and you will buy it. Probably. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. He looks kind of dumb. Looks like Ooh. Booster Gold. It becomes a lantern. Uh, okay. You wouldn't want to read a book where Booster Gold gets a green lantern ring? You could not imagine Booster <laughs> Gold talking to the Guardians of the Universe? Like, tell me, tell me Booster right. Gold on Oa wouldn't be hysterical. It, it would be a funnier version of, of uh, the one you don't like. With the vest. Whoa. Who does like? like him. I don't like Guy Gardner. We know this. Oh, I thought he was talking to me. <laughs> this is, no. This is it news. I and it's not a vest. Guy Gardner. Minty does. He wears a leather jacket, not a vest. Well, first off, it's just all in his imagination, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> uh, all right, let me get through some other quick news. Uh, what? Let's talk about uh, Pigeon Random House. Now that they've got their DC rights to release books, they also have a young adult novel coming out called uh, called Black Canary and Breaking Silence. Some of that Black Canary Breaking Silence. I think that's what you it's got called. it. Yeah, it's the Black sequel Canary to Breaking, Breaking Bad. Um, Black Canary starts cooking meth in this one, <laughs> and we see her go down the bad path. Um, in the end, you know, she becomes real lovable, um, and turns out to be a good guy. 
so yeah, it's actually kind of cool conceptually. It's it's uh it's like a young adult version of like The Handmaid's Tale meets uh The Court of Owls. That's what it kind of seems like. So it's a it's a dystopian future where the Court of Owls have taken over Gotham. She's very young uh, and hears somebody sing for the first time, which is outlawed, and that's like something that's stuck in her head forever. So she becomes almost like um uh, oh, what was that Christian Bale movie where they they outlawed like all emotion? Equilibrium. Oh, equilibrium. It kind of. It so was the cool version of the vein. Matrix before Matrix came out. Yeah, did it, really, that did movie it come was, out before Matrix? It came yeah. out yes, right it before did. Matrix. Like, like I think Matrix the first the week, the week prior before. I would say top five favorite action movies. Oh, phenomenal! Yes, yes. Yeah, the the Grammaton cleric. I can't believe I remember that. Another another movie where Sean Bean dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, so um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued on it. It seems like a cool idea. I, I mean, I like post like dystopian future stories to begin with, so I'll take that. Baby yeah, Huey's excited about something. Well, I was gonna side note. I'm I'm gonna say features is actually right. Guy Gardner is wearing a vest. It's a jacket. Yeah, it's does. a jacket with no sleeves on it. It's a leather. Yeah, but and when yeah. he's the warrior, it's an actual leather jacket. But when he's a Green Lantern, and that's in his imagination. <laughs> <laughs> that's him that's him going you know what i want i want everyone to see me in this this, this, this leather vest this button-up leather vest well when he's the warrior he's cool oh um all right Haters. so uh, after that we have one uh, a series of dc books whose name is way too long we have uh from hyphen the dash hyphen series. slash hyphen number three well, it's dark knight Death Metal, Trinity Crisis number one, and then there's Dark Knight, Death Metal, Speedmaster, or Speed Metal number one. Speedmaster is a cool name. Speedmaster is a cool name. Speedmaster is actually a pretty dope name. Yeah, I agree. That's a cool name. Uh, then we have Dark Knight, Death Metal, Multiverse Ends number one. So it's a series. Uh, there are three 48-page one-shot books that go back into the Dark Knight's metal story. For anybody who's unaware of what that is, that was when we met the Batman who laughed, who is from... A an alternate dimension where everything goes wrong. It gets merged with the Joker, so it's Batman and Joker is in one person. Um, and it was it was a really cool book. I think it was it's why Scott Snyder was doing uh, Justice League. It was absolutely his audition because it's a League. Justice League book. <laughs> it was a Justice League book. I I don't agree. I don't disagree. It had a lot of Batman in it though. That's for sure. All Justice League I mean, does. <laughs> no no no. It had what five six seven Batman in it. Oh, I thought you meant. No, it had legitimately that many Batman. Like, bat- there were Batman all over the place. <laughs> and uh, you get yeah, a Batman, all- and you get a Batman. You all get uh, a Batman. Now, that none was the of these. Part. The only story that actually has those bastardized Batman in them is the Speed Metal book, which is the one also where Wally has Dr. Manhattan's powers. So, remember that short period of time where we saw that cool Wally where he- Manhattan's powers all kind of absorbed into him? Yes. Um, so it's him as well as um, Wallace West um, and Barry. Uh, and they are, oh, Jay Garrick. And they are out trying to outrun the Dark Knight's metal, all of the Dark Knight's metal Batman. So all the Batmen are there. Um, I, I, because the story with Wally getting Dr. Manhattan's powers kind of just seemed like it went nowhere, I'm intrigued to pick this up. Hopefully it explains some things. Because <laughs> it was just like, oh, by the way, Wally's a god now. Did he just kill somebody? Like, what did what's it, Wally like <laughs> on trial? Uh, on so trial I'm for killing the whole that. hospital, or what was it? Sanctuary, sanctuary full of people. I and think uh, Mauer, Trin- you're going to dig Trinity Crisis. 
Yeah, the, that one looked cool. Well, because I just the idea of the dark version of the Anti Monitor, Superboy Prime, and Dark Side. So, so think of the Ooh. Dark Knight's Metal Verse, like the Dark Multiverse. Those characters coming from the Dark Multiverse. That's and a seems castle as hell. There's What's a freaking castle. They're going to castle. They're going to a, a, a assault against Castle Bat. Come on. Yeah, it seems like a fun. That's how it's got to be a fun book. It's going to be a, <laughs> like, amazing. That only, can't be a bad book. Forty-eight pages of that sounds like sounds cool. glorious. Fun um, fact: Did you know that Doomsday can be as fast as any Flash? Hmm. His genetic makeup. If he dies because of something, his body will force him. So they had been talking well, about to it in a, theory to adapt. Right. So if he can't flat. be fast enough to beat you. His body will adapt to become faster. So they're saying if Flash were to kill him over and over again, he would then become faster than the Flash. But couldn't he just be strong enough to take the punch? Like I feel like there's other ways to survive that. I can't. I would. I'll have to find the just... article. It was the guy that created him was basically saying it works, you know, pretty directly. So he says, and this is the guy who created him, that if is what he needs is speed to catch somebody and kill them, his body will create enough speed to go there. And he's like, I wouldn't put it past his body learning to be attuned to the speed force and then him becoming a speedster. So who knows if they pull that out later? We'll see. I don't like that at all, but we'll see. Cause I mean, they don't usually use speed to kill somebody. It's usually but if he has to kill somebody and they're too fast. But but his, his adapting to how he died has nothing to do with him adapting to how he fights. It's just adapting to what killed him. So whatever he's like, um, who's, who's the mutant that can survive? Uh, Darwin. Yeah. Well, he's no, like, he's like he's Darwin esque. He did ev- like he did evolve, and this is way off topic. He did evolve different strengths to destroy what was in front of him. So he did get different powers based on the killing as well. But yeah, we'll we'll see. But I have a feeling Doomsday is going to be pretty big in the next year. We'll see. We'll we'll see. I mean, he's pretty big as it is, but we'll see. Uh, all right. So real quick, Joker, 80th anniversary, 100 page, super spectacular number one. Uh, yep, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Um, we've already seen what some of these have looked like for Superman, and we've seen the Batman. We have the Green Lantern one coming, and so uh, I'm excited for Joker to get one. It's going to be full of the, I'm sure, the chaos that you'd come to love. But big one, that's big part of that story is going to be uh, Punchline's origin. So we've talked about Punchline several times on this show, Punchline being the new sidekick of the Joker, and she seems to be pretty much that, the Joker sidekick. She seems very much like the antithesis of Tim Drake. So where Tim Drake was a, was a character who idolized Batman and Robin, and after um, Jason Todd died, Tim Drake uh, figured out their identities and wanted to bring hope back into that, that the mantle of Robin and, and dedicated his life to becoming the next Robin. Uh, Punchline seems to be rather the same thing. So, yeah, so her name's God. So with Tim Drake, you know, he was like you said, the mantle of the bat, not just the people. So seeing her not just obsessed with how Harley was Mr. J, what Mr. J stands for, it's a whole new take on it and makes that character less throwaway. Well, she's she's all she, like you feel bad for Harley because of Munchausen syndrome and, and, and mental abuse. Punchline is not that way at no. all. She idolizes the Joker. She believes in his ideologies. That's what's like. So in, in her origin, in the, uh, I think her name's Alexis. I'm pretty sure that's her name. Yeah. Alexis. Uh, in her origin, there was a day at school where all these people were dressing up as the heroes that influenced them. And she showed up dressed as the Joker. And she believes the Joker will bring the true change to the world that they that they're like the reckoning. 
Um, so much so that to prove her point, she's smoking a cigarette while talking to the dean who's trying to scold her for you know how she's been acting out. And she blows smoke into his face, and it turns out the cigarette was full of the Joker toxin. Her version of the Joker as, toxin. As proof. What's up? Her version of the Joker toxin, which is showing that she's already more adept to like being on her own and carrying out her own thoughts and plans in Joker's vision. Now, you can see them working well together, but when she gets to a point where her ideology surpasses his, if you will, I think that's going to make her a good overarching villain that even he won't want to go against. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I really dig Punchline. I think the more she comes into her own, she's going to become a much bigger deal as time goes on, and the hype around her is still very real. So I, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of Punchline in the future. But this is them doing a character well. Yes, absolutely. 100%. It's not and like they, we just went, hey, we're going to give you this new chick, you know, that's a villain. They gave a lot of thought to the backstory. They tied her backstory to one of the fan favorite Robins and, you know, gave a reason to bring Drake into this. Um, Well, I think that's an important aspect of DC comics in general. Like the legacy is still number one to them. And then everything else kind of forms around that where Marvel, a lot of times makes their decisions based on either what's happening now or what's happening in the movies. So it's a, it's, it's definitely commentary on, on society as well as if not more important is the MCU. So however direction the MCU is going to go. I would love for them to have a scene where she's stealing tires off of a car. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she would, but, or putting a bomb in each tire. Yeah, (laughs) Just to see a little synchronicity there. I want to try and get through this flash news as fast as I can. Uh, No pun intended there, (laughs) Um, but this is going to take a little bit. So I'm going to try and sum this up as much as I can, but we did have a death in the flash uh, 755 and a death that I... Uh, I'm sad by, but I don't think many other people will care, but um, it is the Flash, so everybody can come back because it's the Flash. But uh, essentially, Godspeed is dead. Godspeed died at the hands of the reverse Flash, got his neck snapped, finding out that the whole thing, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know who Godspeed is, that was Barry's best friend for a little while in uh, after Rebirth number one. The Speed Force storm happened. He got speedster powers. He was a cop who was trying to find his brother's murderer. And he was, he was corrupted by his speedster powers and ran around and, and it killed other speedsters and stole their powers and became this mass murderer of speedsters who committed crimes. Um, so he had the, you know, the, the ideology was there, but he was still a murderer at the end of the day. Uh, he eventually becomes a good guy for a little bit. Uh, his, like he got a new costume in the whole nine yards. But anyway, at the end of this story, he goes up to the reverse flash and he says, hey, by any chance, do you know who killed my brother? And reverse flash said, oh, yeah, that was me. And then snapped his neck. So that was how, that's how, uh, that's how poor, uh, poor August died. <laughs> so God but can you really out. feel sad for a serial killer being killed? He, I mean, he had a redemption arc. Uh, he, he, he was a good guy at the beginning of that story. He was corrupted he, by his powers. How so, did he redeem himself? What was that? How did he redeem he, himself? When he was, when he was in jail, um, he fought off the rogues single-handedly to allow Barry to escape. He, there, he had a couple times where he, he, when he went to jail after that first arc, he became a good guy for a while. All right. And then in this one, he was fighting a guy named uh, Paradox, and Paradox is actually a very cool villain. Paradox's power is created by ripples in the time stream, so every time they mess with the timeline, he gets stronger. So what he did is he kidnapped 
Um, he kidnapped uh, Godspeed, forced him onto the cosmic treadmill, and forced him to travel through time and killed variations of Barry throughout time. And every time he did, he got stronger and stronger. Uh, so Barry had to go to Reverse Flash to get help because the only person he knows who is a, an actual paradox is the Reverse Flash because that dude should have been dead a long time ago. But there's always <laughs> a version of him coming back. So that's why the three of them partner up together. It was a very cool story. Uh, and I, I'm sad to see Godspeed go, but it's the Flash and time travel and he could be a paradox and then we get a, one, a version from the future or whatever comes back. All right, well, let's go from Flash to Flash and TV. Yeah, so um, what's his name? Hartley Sawyer? Isn't that how you say his yep, name? Hartley Sawyer. Yes. Hartley Sawyer. Yeah. Elongated man has officially been fired from the Flash. He will not be returning for season seven uh, because of very racist and misogynistic tweets. Now, here's the thing about these tweets. It reminds me a lot of the James Gunn situation. It and does. I, I agreed that James Gunn should have got his job back. I, I agreed 10 years, somebody can change. You can't really hold them accountable if, if they've grown as a person, right? If they've denounced themselves, so on and so forth. Now, these tweets are kind of hard to come across. There's all these different stories that have different groupings of tweets. I swear to God, I saw one of those tweets from February. If that's true, I can't find it again. So there's a possibility that that's not true. And I, either I didn't read it right or the, the tweet was changed. But if that's true, I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm again, like, okay. Everything yeah, I read was saying they were more than 20, five years ago. Yeah, 2012 and 2014 was the vast majority of them. But even if that one from February was real, okay, I get it. But if they were talking all of this is from 2012 to 2014... I, I don't know. I feel like he should have been given a chance to at least speak. Well, and so the other side of this coin is the amount of support that came out to him from everybody around him and people from the acting community at all, where they said the same thing about Kevin Hart last year. They said, give the man a chance to explain himself. You know, he, he's a comedian. He crossed the line and they, everybody has said his apology was probably one of the most sincere feeling apologies out there. Like he even said, I'm gone. Like, I'm sorry. Just know, I don't care about being fired. I want you to know I'm a different person. Well, he did the same thing that James Gunn did. I mean, the tweets are very similar to James Gunn. They are. Except James Gunn's are actually worse than his. Yeah. Um, James Gunn, because they I mean, James Gunn's are so sexually explicit and he's talking about pedophilia and a lot of stuff where um, his uh, were most of them was, I mean, most of them were misogynistic. And there were, and there were, some of them were just so dumb. Like I went out on a date and was exposed as racist again. That was one of them. Yeah, Another one where he was like, I'd beat my wife if I had one. Like, yeah. Like, like some of them sounded like jokes that he was trying to just stupid be jock shock humor. Like, and yeah. I, I'm not going to defend that at all. It's the age that I think needs to be taken into account. So luckily, and hopefully they don't do the cancel culture of getting rid of the character. Cause all they need to do is have a new actor and say, I got zapped while I was in this guy's form, and now I can't go back. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like Elongated Man. I thought he was great. But who uh, knows if another actor can, because he won everybody over. That actor made that character cool. Absolutely. Brought that character back from the brink, because who cared about Elongated Man? No one. Right? He, we had Plastic Man. Who cared about Elongated Man when you had Plastic Man? Plastic Man is a cooler Elongated Man. Well, speaking of uh, CW getting rid of some people, we know that Ruby Rose left. But now CW is flat out saying we're killing off Kate Kane. So there's no chance of Ruby coming back. I have a feeling that it was a much worse relationship there than they're letting on. I think 
the rumors of her being a diva on set and having all kinds of problems and complaining about the long work hours were true because if they weren't, she wouldn't come out and be uh, specifically saying there was no trouble on set. I did not complain about working there. I worked there in the past. Like the fact that she's coming out trying to address them makes me think that they, there was more and then them saying that they're killing the character. Come on now. Well, apparently somebody, I forget who it was on set said that there was just animosity from uh, Ruby Rose because of how her initial treatment was when she got the role. Because if you remember when she got the role, a lot of people said she wasn't gay enough and some people said she wasn't Jewish. And I mean, she went, she, she was pulled through the ringer when she got that role. Um, well, and and the, that, that left a lasting impact on her. What is uh, Manson's ex-girlfriend? Uh, oh, go with the three names. From Jawbreaker. Oh, what she's was got like name? a guy's first Rose name. McGowan. No, not Rose McGowan. The other uh, one. He wrote heart-shaped glasses about it. She's got three names. Maybe Huey, look it up. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, <laughs> Jason but, David Frank. But she was, you know, a fan favorite for the role. Um, and the LGBT community said that she wasn't gay enough because she's married to a guy now. And, you know, they're just ripping these actresses apart. And CW's in this weird spot right now where they're trying to make everybody happy. And I don't think there's any way they're going to make the community happy because you're not going to find a good actress that fits everybody's expectation of it that hits all of those marks. Remember, these characters were written. <laughs> you, have, you can't find a duplicate in real life for a fictional character. Well, I think part of the reason why they're killing off Kay Kane and giving us this new, uh, what's her name? Wildly, some of that? What was her name? Riley? Riley something. Uh, anyway, I, the reason they're doing this, I think, is that they have the freedom to make that character whatever they want. There's, no, there's nothing that they need to try and do or try to capture because this is not a character from the books. This is an entirely original character. So there's not much. There's, it's almost like when they did Steppenwolf for uh, Justice League. I feel like they picked that character because you could get away with doing anything you want to that character. No one's going to complain. I agree. So, I, I mean, look, with killing off this character, I kind of get it. I, I get if you got if you're going to make this choice, you know, and you got to go with somebody new, I get killing off Kate Cannon and getting a new character. I don't necessarily get firing Sawyer if it's like the James Gunn situation, which is, you know, they, they seem like they go hand in hand and James Gunn got his job back. So I feel like we didn't learn anything from that. Like there's no precedent sent. I, I don't know. I, if, if again, if if those tweets were recent, get them out of there. If those tweets were from 2012, I don't know. Give the man a chance. Evan um, Rachel Wood was the actress that was the fan favorite that people everybody wanted to play uh, be Kate Kane, but she uh, wasn't on the same thing they did for Ruby Rose. She wasn't gay enough. She didn't fit into what they wanted it to be. But the nice thing is with, with this character is we don't know anything really about this character yet. Yes. All we know is that apparently, rumor has it, Scarecrow is going to be the reason she becomes Batwoman in season two. That's it. That's what we got. And it looks like it's going to be one of the Pussycats. Oh, Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> uh, from Riverdale? Yeah. Uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Vanessa Morgan is who they're, they're looking at right now. And apparently she's doing screen testing with the, with the cast already. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm intrigued. Um, 
but yeah. All right. So the do you guys remember ever watch DC Daily? No. Nope. Ever watch that? It was on YouTube mm. for a while. Then it became a thing on uh, the, the DC Universe. Well, anyway, 400 episodes later, they are officially done. So their final episode is in July. So if that's something that you're interested in or something that you liked, sorry to say that show is going away. Maybe it'll be something new. But I think this is another nail in the coffin that eventually HBO Max is going to just take over the DC Universe app. I think it also has more to do with monetizing children's content. So YouTube yeah, but they, for that, but they, but they're also on the DC universe app. Like they, there's another place that you can put that show and it doesn't cost a lot to make. They already have the sets and they already have the people. So it's not, it's, they could keep that show going. I just don't think, I think we're slowly going to start seeing the DC universe app start to unravel. And which we called from day one, or at least I did. Well, at least when they announced HBO max. Yeah, that was, I feel like it's inevitable. And honestly, I don't want to pay for two services. <laughs> just, Do you pay I, for any of them right now? I'm yes. sorry, what, what universe app are you paying for? Uh, well, HBO Max. Why aren't you getting it for free? Because I don't get it for free. Remember, we talked about this. Oh, I get it for free. So, <laughs> I, I know. You have, you have a higher AT&T account than I do. And, you, and you're logged into my DC universe. So you're only paying for one anyway. <laughs> I, 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 my favorite thing is, look at Baby Huey's face. He was waiting for so long to say that one moment. He's like, wait, hold on, I'm going to get him. Here it is. And I paid for that. <laughs> it's the one he pays for. The one Baby I Huey, it's the one Baby Huey, I we've pay been talking for. about you say that like it's a shock, like you're telling somebody new. We've been saying that joke since that service came out. All right, features. <laughs> Time for you to step up. We need you to supply Team Fireside with a service. It, <laughs> it might be Pause. only fans. It might be only fans. <laughs> so as long as we get free subscriptions to that. Well, wait, hold on. So maybe Features' is only fan can pay for all the subscription services. Hell yeah. Take Thanks, off baby. those clothes. I have to build a fan base first. Oh, oh I well, we got You that. all no problem doing that. We got that. Now, don't even Dancing worry about it. We'll Dancing Features in a G-string. Moving <laughs> on. All right. I'm just going to go rapid, rapid fire to some of these news because some, some of this is real quick. Uh, all right. Alex Ross, a little bit pissed about Stargirl. So recently in an episode, they had banners showing about uh, you know, a lot of the older and newer characters from the JSA, and those photos absolutely looked like the Alex Ross version oh, yeah. of the characters. Absolutely. And, what's up? I said absolutely. They were yeah. complete Absol- I, mean, it, I don't think you can make that argument uh, that they weren't. Uh, they, it looks so close to them. Uh, and it really, there's not a lot to say. He, was just, he just did hashtag no credit and then posted them side by side like, anybody? <laughs> anybody? <laughs> Now, it's Alex Ross. I mean, if there's ever an artist in comics who's going to get credit, it's Alex Ross. Like, anybody who sees the photo and who knows comics is going to go, oh, I know that. <laughs> I wonder if they just, it was so blatant, and they were like, oh, we don't have to give, you, everybody knows what this is. Maybe. Uh, apparently, the, um, apparently they're, they're, they're cropped out where his, like, his watermark is, but I don't know, whatever. Um, all right. Quick bits of new movie news. We're apparently, getting a new Joker. Yeah. Yay. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. We got a lot of Joker. Let's give me somebody new. No. Somebody new. No. Give me. You I don't want a good Riddler? I do, and I'm going to get a good Riddler already. So give you, me Joker, too, because I want it to be the War of Jokes and Riddles. That's fair, but still, work up to that. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I got Joker fatigue right now, and I, I get it. The 80th anniversary coming out, of course they're going to do Joker. Of course, but. I don't think there is Joker a lot fatigue of jokers. unless you're talking it's a lot of Jared Leto. Like, what's up? You can't get Joker fatigue unless you're talking Jared Leto. 
the Joker. I could watch there's, there's four million Jokers. Yeah, but they're give, all great to watch. Give me a good Mister Freeze. His. We had the best Mister Freeze. All right. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop that right now. Give okay, me a good everyone. Poison Ivy. Chill. <laughs> you know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> All right, and then uh, after that, Spider-Man Into the fi- Spider-Verse 2 is officially in production. So, awesome. And there's not much else and to say about that. And there's a good chance that Hot Toys is going to be making a noir Spider-Man figure. Um, they have announced four of them from the movie so far, so I'm just crossing my fingers that I get a Nick Cage figure. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. On that note, Menti, do that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. If you like the show, do us a favor, comment, like, rate, subscribe. It all goes a long way, and I truly appreciate the support. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. And I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to welcometofireside.com and stay tuned for new content shortly. Deuces. Deuces. Celsius.